welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the Southern Quarantine Cabin in Boca Raton, Florida. We're here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works, people. Oh, it feels good when you tag a friend. Tag a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears in your Instagram stories. Post the J Train podcast. Take a screenshot of whatever you're listening on now. Make it your Instagram stories. Tag me. It feels like you're taking a feather and you're grazing my nuts with it. You're just going up and down, to and fro, across the seam, a little too close to the be- to the butthole. That's okay. Listen, this is what we like. We love when you share, share, share. Also, I'm on YouTube. Hello, YouTube land. You're watching right now. Um, I love YouTube because we're putting more stuff up there, and I want you to go check it out. I want you to become a YouTuber. So get on there, YouTube, as well as Patreon. I'm doing three extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can get three extra podcasts a week. They're all different. They're all special in their own snowflake way. There's Luxury Lounge, where I complain about luxury issues. Luxury Lounge, let me just pimp it out for a second. It has become quite a community because people are sending in their luxury issues and then I complain with them. It's like we're doing a duet. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, New to the podcast, hilarious comedian. He is awesome. He's got a Instagram show called Eat With Me that I want you all to check out. Jason Lawhead, everybody. Jared, what's up, buddy? Good to, Great good to, to see here. you, man. Great to How, see you, man. Where you're coming to us from sunny Southern California, am I right? Yeah, San Diego, the whale's Dude, vagina. There yes. it is. I I, yeah. I can see it on your face. You just look happier. <laughs> like you know it, what's it, funny it, is uh a lot of people say that when they see me once in a while. They're like, you can just see San Diego and like a hot young wife on your face, bro. You can just see that you got, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. So yeah, you got uh, we the love world. it here. I, I got to say, though, I was in La Jolla. I did shows there. And like, you just can't believe people live that way. Like I'm in Boca right now. And like Florida, Florida's Florida at all times. It's beautiful here. There's palm trees, of course. It's not the same. This is, you know, I'm I'm going down the street. I see a Publix. I see, you know, I see a a, a Walmart, a CVS. I see the like sandbar. They always yeah, have, the, you know, yeah, they always have these, like these dive bars that you're just like, what is that? Yeah. Dive bars with like blacked out windows <laughs> that they make sure it feels like they like want to make you feel like you're in a hole of a bar. There's just packs of Jews. <laughs> crouched around, running around, fl- flocks of them. But San Diego, totally different story. Like, it is just, I felt like every time I turned, I was just like, my my breath was taken. I'd be like, oh, look at, like, I just looking at things. And like, and, and the restaurants are open and breathe. How long have you been living there? And Because and, I know you're a Cleveland guy. Yeah, so I lived here, uh, I've been living here since I got engaged, which was, I moved here basically March 2018. So I was living in LA for a time, you know, yeah. going through the rat race, just trying to, 
you know, climb the ladder and, and do my stand up and do whatever I could get get done. And most of the time you're working the road, you know, having mm-hmm. to pay those bills like, you know, uh, working out of the city. So, yeah, I was just lucky, man. I came down here back in like 2014 for a weekend and uh, a beautiful young girl was in the audience. She didn't even come up to me after the show. She just went and did a background check on me. And yeah, and, uh, yeah man, like so she reached out. Uh, maybe a week after I was in uh, San Diego, back in LA, and uh, eventually I got back down here. I, you know, I saw how beautiful she was, so I was like, "Let me, let me get a date real quick." And uh, and it was at the La Jolla Comedy Store, actually, where we eventually actually met, and it all kind of came for full circle because she came. It was a different club that she saw me at downtown in the gas mm-hmm. lamp, and then I came back to do the comedy store, and. Um, we, we finally got to meet in person that night and it just kind of went from there. And then it all came full circle right before we got married. I shot, you know, shot, produced my own like little, you know, in, indie first comedy stand up special at the comedy store. And then she was there that night and uh, we got married the next month last. Uh, that was September 2019. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm kind of the jinx to it all, though, because I was like telling the crowds in Las Vegas this weekend, the first week I worked, I'm like, you know, I just want to apologize because I feel like every ever since everything started going really well for me, everybody else had to suffer. It's like, why? Why does my life have to be good? You well, know what I mean? <laughs> well, I want to I want to take a step back because how old are you, Jason? Because I, I, I I'm 48. You're 48. You are never married before this. No, never married before this and just was, you know, I started stand up late. I didn't start stand up until I was almost 32. I was just uh you know, um, so, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of I've always been like this. Uh, I'm the youngest of seven kids. Mm. I was a mistake. I was always kind of like the late bloomer, the the, the streaky I, shooter. My dad used to call me. I, um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where but but I, I was always trying to find my way in in, I think, a lot of positive lights through life. And, and I took swings at different stuff. And, you know, here well, I am. I think it's so interesting because like this podcast, we're going to get a lot of dating questions. We're going to get to the yeah. questions. But like, there's someone out there, and we have a lot of female listeners. We have a lot of female listeners that are like, there's this guy that was show you know, like your story is the one that gets written into this show a lot, where it's like a guy, he was in town. I should I send the DM? Should I send the message? Yeah. What should I count on? Should he come? You know, he says he wants to come here on a date. How much should I trust that? Like, you, your story is like of of kind of like the the unicorn of the stories where you're like, uh, you know, how did your it, your it, your it, wife approach you, and what made you? Because I think a lot of women who listen would yeah. would lo- want to hear. What's I think the they're difference gonna like between it. you? Well, because what's the difference between you showing up to San Diego like I'll go on a date, let's see, she's hot, and like end up marrying her, and the guy who's like, yeah, I'll come down to you, and then disappears for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it is an interesting story. It's kind of funny, and I think your listeners will like it because I'm I'm older than her. I'm 15 years older than my my wife, who has a mm-hmm. you know big future. It's not like she's marrying me for the money. I mean, nobody's yeah. ever heard of me. <laughs> Everybody is tuning in saying Jason who. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the thing was is uh, what was cool and what was kind of funny is I had met her at the end of the summer of 2014, and I had just mm. spent basically the spring and summer in New York City. That's where we briefly met when I after yeah. I saw you in Cleveland. 
I was just I was hanging out there sub sub leasing and I was doing some shows and working off the East Coast. I was really thinking about moving to New York. I had just been tired of L.A. for a while. And uh, I went back to L.A. after the summer in New York because I was going to do last comic standing. And I was like, well, if it goes good, I'll stick around L.A. If it goes bad, I'm moving to New York. And I go sure. down and I'm, I just work this two nights at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Chris Milhouse, you know Milhouse, right? I know Chris. It's great. Yeah, so it was one of his shows. He was promoting one of his like Chris Milhouse and Friends shows. And and me and uh, actually Sean Donnelly was in town. And we love were Sean. Both of them have been on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I love Sean, right? I mean, I love Milhouse. Those guys are great guys. So we were just doing like a, a two-nighter. I think uh, we were just doing like a two-nighter co-headline night. You know, like he closed one night, I closed the other night. And uh, she happened to be in the crowd in one of those shows. And like I said, didn't come up, left, blah, blah, blah. Cut to a few weeks later, I was just trying to book five-minute spots anywhere I could to work on this last. I had to do one more audition in front of Wanda Sykes. Um, and so... When I got the message, I called Comedy Store. I said, hey, you know, da-da-da. They said, Fahim's, uh, Fahim is uh, headlining. I called him up. I said, you mind if I do five? He says, come on, man. It'll be fun. I hit up her. And the crazy thing was is when I got down there, Jared, I, I was as single as they got. You mm. know, I mean, I was as – if you ask any of my old friends and ask anybody that was around me, like, hey, man uh, – I was having a good time and, and I had an easy time not to brag or anything, but I, I was sure. always pretty, pretty like, Hey, you know, I didn't. And the night I met her, the night I met her and the night she carried herself and, you know, she just, it just was right. We, she's from Chicago originally. I'm from Cleveland. And even though she's younger, she's got an old soul. She's an entrepreneur already at 27 at the time when I met her and She's, you know, da 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 da, all these things, and and we, I walked her to her car after we hung out for a couple of hours, and you know, I gave her a little kiss on the cheek, gentlemanly, walked her to her car, and we were gonna, that was on a Friday night. I was doing Saturday shows, and we were gonna maybe hang out on Sunday in in mm -hmm. La Jolla and just hang out because she had the day off. And as she drove away, uh, I I had a few hookups on Tinder. I had a friends with benefits in LA. And I'm going to mm -hmm. tell you, I didn't know if I would ever marry this girl, but I knew she was really special and something, something was inside of me that I really liked. And as I saw her taillights drive away without, I had a few matches and without anything, I trashed my Tinder app. Deletes it all. Deleted the Tinder app. And wow. then I went to a phone number of a girl in LA that was just kind of a friends with benefits and I just blocked it. I, I, she, I was like, I'm not even explaining it to her. What? You didn't even say to her like, Hey, you know, this has been no. fun, but I didn't know. <laughs> no. Cause she was never the, the kind of girl I would have ever introduced to my parents. Well, was, I mean, would you know, would she introduce you to her parents? Maybe. Okay. So maybe, so maybe that might've been the worst thing I ever did, but that was just, that was she was probably I wasn't the only one and she wasn't the only one. You understand sure. what and I'm saying? Was, that was the understanding. And that well, was what, sure. what what motivated me to go, you know what, without even any headaches or distractions, I want to see this girl on Sunday and I want to see her after that. And I feel like she wants to see me, meaning my wife at the time. Yeah. And um, there was just something that 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 it was. But a you knew that, you were that, like, that I, I pulled I'm me. 
Yeah. I, I'm. I, this is the way I got to go. It's not and, worth all the other distractions. Yeah. And then on Sunday, reaffirmed it. So then Sunday, she tells me, like, you know, come by. You know, I, I said on Sunday. Um, actually, that wasn't this. So so Sunday, we, that we met up somewhere public. That's right. So Sunday, mm-hmm. we met up somewhere public, and we spent the whole day together. And I was still going to do a set on Sunday night. We spent the whole day together on Sunday, and we had a great day. We actually went and saw dumb and dumber too because uh it was out at the time and we both loved dumb and dumber one we were talking about this it we is were like the lengths you're willing to go for this woman you're like i'll go see well we didn't some... know it was gonna be you know as the you know, whatever it was it wasn't terrible but uh <laughs> i mean that was a fun day and then she invited me over the next day so then the next day she invited me over and then mm. i went over to the hot over to the apartment like the, the actual residence and I knocked on the little screen door. She had this great little cottage in Mission Beach, one block off the beach in between the bay. And I knock on the cottage door. She's like, come on in. She's on the floor. I looked down. And it was, a, it was uh, you know, in the early fall at that time, you know. So um, she was making a gift for her friend, a Christmas gift. And it was a puzzle. It was a huge floor puzzle of the famous Lucille Ball scene of Lucille Ball uh, walking down the stairs in the pink dress like Marilyn Monroe had done. Like mm-hmm. Lucille Ball had replicated that. And I was like, wow, like, is that Lucille Ball? And she's like, yeah, you know, I love Lucille Ball. And she's like, and I'm like, thinking this is just a 27 year old hot chick at the time, you know, with, well, with, a, became, with her head on her shoulders. Right? It became more depthy for you. It became yeah. there's a connection there. Well, now I'm going, well, this cool, this girl's got some tape. I love, and then she goes, oh, then she points to this, she has antique furniture and she's, She's got some really cool stuff. And she points to this antique, like, uh, China cabinet type thing. She goes, yeah. oh, yeah, I look in there. I have all kinds of stuff. She's got vintage Lucille Ball lunch boxes, vintage porcelain dolls. And I yeah. just looked. I, I went like this. I was like, I hit the jackpot. Like, well, it, you know, it's interesting what you're saying because it's like someone else could walk into that apartment or that that cottage and go, who the fuck is Lucille Ball? Like they don't give a <laughs> shit. Exactly. You know, and it's like it, it, it's like you know th- that's where we talk a lot about on this show about the match and how sometimes it's just two good people that aren't the you know aren't two puzzle pieces to bring it back to the puzzle that aren't yeah. the two puzzle pieces that fit. This feels like you're fit and and, and I I love it. I, I I can see it all over your face if you're watching on YouTube. You can see yeah. Jason Lawhead is glowing. Let's talk about before we get to the emails. Yeah. Jtrain Podcast at gmail.com. Eat with me at Eat mm-hmm. with me TV on Instagram. Yeah. Explain it to the listeners because I think it's interesting. I've watched these videos. They're great. Oh, hey, thanks. Uh, so basically, I've always been a cook. I've always been. I'm from Ohio, like you said, and I've always been a meat and potato. Every recipe in my life starts with two sticks of butter. You know, mm-hmm. every, that's the way it goes. So obviously, um, you know, as I've gotten older, I've wanted to kind of just get in tune with my health. And another thing I do instead of besides stand up. And I think we talked about this and you know, this is that uh, during the winter months when we're not in a pandemic and a lockdown, I'm also a certified high school basketball official in California. Yes. Yes. I'm aware of this. And you talk a lot about it on stage. I I do. This is a lot of my newer stuff coming out of the special. So, um, yeah, it's and so I grew up on the game. Uh, My dad's a coach back in Ohio for many years. But uh, the, the point was, is that as I was getting older and I really started working this again as a, as a side craft, cause you can make pretty good money if you, if you really work a lot of the varsity and youth games and stuff, at least in a short amount of time in the season, you can, you can cash in. So 
you know, as I was getting older, I saw this Game Changers uh, documentary talking about plant-based foods and stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot just to see yeah. how, it, how it does on this basketball season. So that was last year. the be- So November of 2019, right after our honeymoon, we ate a bunch of boar and, and prosciutto in Italy. And yeah. then uh, came home and I said, all right, I'm going to try to give this plant-based diet a chance. My wife was going to as well. So um, so yeah, you're doing this together. Months. This is a, this because this could be considered the most Southern California story that's ever told. It would yeah. be like, yeah, <laughs> I left Cleveland. I met this young girl in San Diego. Totally. I'm totally plant based. Like someone could hear this and be like, you're about lawhead. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's lost There's his about mind. 10 guys I know that are saying that right now. Yeah. That already have been saying that. That's hilarious because it's so true. Um, but I, you know, Hey, look, Jerry, you know, this, like, I mean, depending on where you are in our business, I am my own doctor at this point, you know, I'm my own healthcare dude. I can't go. And I don't want, I, I don't, you could ask my wife, even when I wasn't eating healthy and I might've had too many pounds on me and I would eat a steak and back it up with a cheeseburger, whatever. Like I wouldn't even take ibuprofen. I'm so anti against anything prescription or anti-prescription in my body. I'll put a little of uh, God's green earth in me every now and again to to help. You know what I mean? But um, that's it. And so this was that was one of the reasons. And then I but at first I wasn't a I wasn't a plant based cook. We just started this thing and said, let's go plant based. And my wife now, she has a culinary degree, even though she's an entrepreneur in, in other areas. So, you know, she can cook some stuff. But I had to relearn. I was a good cook. I could well, cook, uh, you know, steaks and, and smoke a tur- turkey. But I mean, but what I love about what you do because I've watched these and they're really good, and everyone should go check it out at Eat With Me TV. Is that it's it's like dude food. Like you're not just yeah. doing. You're not just doing like it's not a bunch of like it looks like it would fill me up. It looks like something I would want to have. Like like I watched the portobello mushrooms making a burger out of that. Like it's it was like all real stuff that I was yeah. like. I, it looked like it was a real meal, which I And that's enjoyed. what I'm trying to do. Thanks, man. And, and, you know, that's that's really what I'm trying to do is like the whole point of the first episode. If you hear my monologue in the first episode, it's like start slow and learn as we go. I'm learning, too. So uh, I didn't do the show until months into the pandemic. And, and I really started during the pandemic. I really started you know, getting better. I, I started yeah. going, Hey man, I can't eat lentils and broccoli every day. I gotta like, I gotta, gotta start. get creative. It's survival. Yeah. And you know, so I took a lot of those ideas that, you know, I was, you know, one of the mantras to myself during the lockdown was, you know, you know, be better, not bitter out of this, no matter how long this goes and be ready and stay ready. Whenever everything opens up, you got to be sure. ready, and stay ready, keep writing, keep thinking of muscles to work. And as I, you know, into now into March and, and April, we were locked down. And now I was really in the kitchen all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like not just eating plant based and going and, and, and getting a few easy things to make. You know, I was sitting here at home going, what can I do? Ooh, how can I MacGyver this? You and, start getting you know it's, it, it starts becoming fun. You're like, I like wings. How do I make a wing that's now yeah, plant based? How do exactly. I how do I make the burger that I used to like? How do I make all these foods and flavors? I love it. I want everyone to go follow Jason at Lawheads Court. Also at Eat With Me TV. Go go go. Watch the videos. They're great. I, I I'm a, I'm a fan. I want everyone Thanks. to go check them out. Let's do some emails. Jtrainpodcast yeah, at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. 
Thanks for the laughs and the great content. So I was seeing this guy for about six months back in 2019. He broke it off in December of that year. We've kept in touch and hooked up a couple of times since that uh, since then, but haven't hung out. It's been strictly booty calls. Cut to now. All of the sudden, he wants to hang out, and we got brunch last weekend and didn't hook up because I had plans after, which he knew about and still wanted to come. I had tried to hook up with him a couple times before this, and he's always shot me. He always shot me down, but said we can hang out that week. At brunch, he was talking about how all of his friends have girlfriends, and he's ready to move out of the city into Jersey. Does this seem like he's finally ready for a commitment, or am I reading too much into it? I said I wanted to be casual, and he said he he we can be casual if that's what I want. But I don't know uh, if he only said that because it's what I stated. He's not really being communicative, but I don't want to jump the gun and talk about it yet. I would absolutely date him again, but I'm scared to get burned. Any insight would be great. Jason Lawhead, what do you think? Well, I think a lot of times when if if she's uh, saying that uh, it was a it went from booty call to him wanting to like, let's do this now. Yeah. Type of like, I always kind of feel like from a guy that means like I've got this is my chance. She's out of town. Um, or she's not around. Uh, well, what I, do you mean? I, I, I what do you mean? There could be a second girl or there was a second girl or there was a, in the, before that, you know what I mean? Because, like, because he went from booty call to, well, this guy went from, so they went from, they were hooking up, they were dating, right. then they broke up, then they turn right. into more of a booty call situation. Then all of a sudden he's not hooking up and he's inviting her to brunch talking about moving to the suburbs. So she's sitting here being right. like, how do I, what am I missing here? What am I, should I dive in? Should I let him know? Should I do something? Right. Should I, I don't should think I she should dive in. This? I don't think she should dive in. I think she should, she should see if she has real feelings for this guy, she should see if those, if those feelings are truly reciprocated. Cause it almost looks like when she's not around and maybe she's not as available for him when he was, that's kind of the point I was trying to make. I okay. was just making it, I was making it poorly if there was maybe no. <laughs> another girl or something as well. But the point is, is it, it almost looks like playing hard to get or get, getting it harder to get for him is benefiting her or at least her in his outlook. Um, so yeah, I, I it's think... got him thinking at least in a different mind frame is what I'm, is what I'm, I'm taking from it is that, that her being farther away is, is putting her in more of the controlled situation. Well, I think you're definitely like I totally agree with you that he's thinking differently right now. The problem for her is you don't want to be someone's crutch they use right. through their mental anguish. Right now, we're like you know what you your story with your wife is so applicable here because it's like you saw it, you went for it. Yeah. You kept it going. You were like, "No, we're going on dates. I'm deleting Tinder. I'm deleting yes. the 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 old hookups." This guy is going through some shit and he's asking you to be kind of a emotional crutch for him while also not taking any chances and asking you to take all the chances. Yeah, when you sit no. there like and that's not really fair. Like he's asking you like to me he's it's it's like the equivalent of him being like you know I would like to try it but I don't want to buy the meal. 
I want the me. I want them to like. I want to try some off of your plate. Right. Like it, it, it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And it's right. like, dude, order your own fucking burger if you want. It. Well, I don't want to waste the meal because like he asked her to go on to brunch, and he shot her down to hook up. So it's like he is separating himself, and he's trying to get kind of your emotional support and trying to weigh like and then he's mentioning everyone's got girlfriends maybe i should move to the suburbs and it's like he wants you to make his hard decisions easier on him and it's like you you're a hard decision too and he's making you come to him i i don't think and listen i'm not one of those people that's like you got to play hard to get i'm not one of those people that's like don't send the text let them text you first i'm just saying you went out with him he knows how to approach you and I think there's a moment, I think if I'm her, I say to him, hey, this is all kind of confusing me. You asked me to brunch, you won't hook up, we were hooking up before, we were dating before, I can't be in between with you anymore. If you want to date me, you can date me, but I, I, and you can approach me and I'll see if I like your approach. That's how it has to be. Maybe I like your approach, but you have to take some efforts here because right now it feels like... You're trying to get me to like spoon feed you life. And I can't be that for you. Yeah. I mean, that's why you're really good at this. And I never no, answer well, any emails <laughs> and I never answer any dating. Emails. This isn't, we're answering, <laughs> we're answering these together. Jason. No, I, know. Ahead. I, 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 I try. No, I try. No, but what you said is absolutely like the more you really kind of, you know, use the path of, of where you took that. Um, it's true because I feel like the brunch, but then not the hookup. It's almost like maybe he's just almost pandemic lonely a little bit. And he's trying to Absolutely. help you're like, like you said, he wants her to help him as a, some kind of guide through how to do this it's, or what should I do or how do I, like, you know? And I agree with you because it's like, who, there's nobody worse than the guy who's always, maybe I'll move to the suburbs. Well, why don't you <laughs> fucking call me when you do? I don't care. I don't want to sit here. I don't need right. to sit here in your dreamland all day because people do that. They'll go, yep. maybe I'll do, they, they, they find their way to be interesting by being like, maybe I will try some stand up comedy. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. Do you want me to cheer for you? We were maybe thinking opening I, a bar. I love that guy. That always like, you know, we were thinking opening a bar. <laughs> like, so yeah. open it. Call me when you when, call me when there's the soft opening and I'll be there. Yeah. It's like, and especially for a lot of the women here that listen to the show, it's like, you know, you don't want to be a part of his dream sequence. You want to right. hear some reality. And it's like, okay, cool. I, I, you're mentioning girlfriends. You're mentioning moving to the suburbs. I don't know, like, why you're here with me talking about that. Don't you have, like, family and friends that you could talk about? I'm your booty call. You yeah. said no. Like, he said no to becoming more with her. So now he's getting her at his convenience, and that just isn't fair. JJ yeah, no, she's, she's got to cut that out right there. You're right. By the time we get to that ending of that, like, situation, he is. He's just got her right now. If he's she's not the girlfriend or she's not the booty call, she's the advice column for him. And, yeah. you know, and so and, now he's, he's using her in every, every – all the things that a relationship needs – he's not providing but he wants he wants from her the the things that a relationship gives but without giving her the relationship yeah so. it's a one-way phone call 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. Ooh, it is the time of year for Feels CBD. It's winter time, the sun isn't out, and there's a lot just more stress and anxiety that's in the air. I'm feeling it, you're feeling it. 2020 was hard, 2021 ain't getting much better. And you know what? If you want to take off the edge, I've been using Feels CBD, and I love it. I've added it to my morning routine. And it's just a little thing that takes the edge off. And I feel it. I, was a, I wasn't a believer. I, I honestly was like, ah, come on, just another thing. But I got to say, it has become a part of my life in a way that I am enjoying. And it has helped me deal with the everyday stresses that have come up, especially in the last year or so. If you feel a little anxious or just can't fall asleep, you're not alone. We all feel that way, and that's why you should try Feels CBD. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. If you've never tried CBD before, let me demystify it for you. It will not get you high. It just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and nothing more. I feel just more zoned in, if I'm gonna be honest. There's no high hangover addiction. Feels gets to work fast. Just put a few drops under your tongue and boom, you'll be feeling the difference within minutes. If you've never tried CBD and are a little nervous, Feels is a great place to start. I wasn't sure about how much to take, but Feels makes the dosage very clear. I recommend starting with the lowest dosage and working your way up until it feels right. And if you're not sure, they'll hold your hand. They have a hotline. This is the best part to me. They have a hotline with real humans. You can call anytime. Once you add CBD to your life, you're going to want to make it a regular part. So sign up with Feels so you get it delivered every month. You'll save money on every order. Feels helps me feel my best and it can help you too. And special for my listeners, if you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50, 50, 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. You know that credit card, the one you're afraid to look at to see what the balance is? If you've been avoiding your debt, it's time to confront it. Upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off. I'm going to tell you right now, I love what Upstart's doing because what it is is an opportunity to see if it can help you. Because it might not. You might not be in a position to be helped, but at least if you're dealing with debt, if you have multiple debts, if you have a few credit cards laying out there with a bunch of different debts on it, let's take a look at the rate you're paying. Let's try and combine those rates into one, you know, one payment plan that you do with Upstart. And it's really just comparing. It's apply and and it's applying with Upstart, seeing if they have a better rate for you. If it's not better, you move on. If it's better, look at that. You found a $20 bill in your pocket. That's kind of what this is all about. Finding the money that's already on you to make your life a little bit easier. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest high debts, or funding personal expenses, over a half million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can check see your rate up front for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. I'm, I'm going to say that. Let me, let me repeat that because I'm reading a little bit of the copy while I'm also putting in my you know, personal stuff here. I'm just saying... 
Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. That's huge. That's huge. So if you can get a rate that's better than the one you're paying, that is what they call in the business free money. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash JTrain. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know I sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Jason Lawhead. I came back strong court. on that. I came no, back you, strong on that. <laughs> you were perfect. This is a cavo. This is a ping pong match. At Eat With Me TV. Go check it out. A hard pill to swallow. Okay. Jared, the J Train has become a staple of my daily routine. I'm so thankful you're hilarious, honest, and empowering insight for our modern day dating struggles. Well, thank you. This isn't necessarily a question, but a lesson I've had to start to come to terms with, which is that I won't be everyone's cup of tea or the right fit in a relationship. Well, I, 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 let me start with this already starts very personalized, where it's like, I'm not I'm not everyone's cup of tea or the right fit for in a relationship. That's everyone. Yeah. Everyone like I, I like you're being you're already being too hard on yourself in this email. I haven't gotten to the end, but like when you say I'm not for everybody, let's just realize we're all kind of average and normal. Like all of us, most of us are very close to one another as far as like, you know, our our emotional state, where we are in life. Everyone's about ten percent away from each other. Mostly. So when you say I'm not everyone's cup of tea, we're all not somebody's cup of tea. Like someone someone turned on this podcast. Someone was a Jason Lawhead follower (laughs) and they were like, they heard my voice with hello and welcome. They were like, fuck no. So I, right. I, have you ever done, you know, Jason, you ever done a show where you get on stage and like you say like three words and then you just see someone pop up and leave That's and you're the like, greatest. I, you can yeah. just see, I, I love when you're like, Hey, what's going on there? You can just see their arms fold like this. They just, yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, not going to happen me. for me. And it's yep. like, okay. So understand we all are that. They write, I was talking to a guy for almost two months and it had been going well. All his actions indicated that he wanted to continue spending time with me and such. He would initiate most of the text calls, plans, then over the weekend he left me on delivered for hours, which wasn't like him. So me being me, me being me and not like being ignored, I called him. I told him I wanted to check in to see where his head's at and he said that he wasn't. He felt I was expecting a relationship and more dates and he listed all the things he was going on right now. Work, marine stuff, just started classes. So we decided it would be best to end it while it was still only a couple months in. Then he said he originally wanted a relationship and not just sex. I connected the dots after this call and realized that what he actually meant was I want a relationship, just not with you. Mm. Even though in the back of my head, I knew this wasn't the best match long term. I still wanted to see if it had potential. And after investing some time and energy, it felt like rejection. And I'm learning that I shouldn't take it personal, but it's easier said than done. I thought I'd share this anecdote in case other listeners are in the same boat as me or have experiences like this. I, I know this ending was for the best, but it will never be easy learning that you are not someone's perfect chair or foot, even when you know the person is not your perf- perfect match either. So sorry for the long email. Thank you for all you do. Still searching. So what do you know? What do you think in response to this? Like I, I do, I take a little exception where it's like she, the person writes in their email. Um, even though in the back of my head, I knew this wasn't the best long-term match. Like, at that point, like you knew, 
right? Right. And that's my whole – the angle I was going to take was your your opening sentence and your last – basically what you just said, the opening and the closing really kind of match each other because when you say – when you when you sit out there and you go – and I know we joked about it, but mm. when you say I'm not everybody's cup of tea, well, guess what? That's why because you got to just leave it alone. At that point, you just got to go leave it alone and you got to understand what you know you're admitting – to what you know, you're admitting to you should have just walked away a long yeah. time ago and you're not. And you got it because you got to find out. Right. And and the whole little uh, uh, in between the lines, when you read in between the lines in that in that email, you hear um, you hear the other the other thing you hear is uh, uh, he, he left me at delivered. Remember, yeah, you, you, yeah, we, yeah. we went from you had me at hello to I didn't even know that there was a term. You <laughs> left me at delivered. He left me at delivered. Yeah, he, 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 and then there was another line in there towards the end that said something to the effect that, um, uh, oh man, uh, there was another one that, that that had me for a second where I was like, well, right here you're you're kind of just letting everyone know that you're trying too hard. You're almost yeah. admitting it in the email. Well, that that's that's perfectly true because it's like you look at a situation like this where they're kind of upset that something got away and it's like but i would have worked with it like right i think we you know the example you brought up in the beginning where the guy in the front row who crosses his arms uh-huh. and you it, it, this happens at many comedy shows everyone in the room's laughing and there's one person in the front cross-armed uh-huh. Not giving you anything. It happened to me in, um, I was in Des Moines and there was a guy in the crowd. I come out on stage, a lot of energy, a lot of fun. I'm calling people out. I'm making fun of Des Moines. And I look at this one guy. I made fun of him a little like I said that he didn't wear, you know, he just immediately was like, no, angry. And like, I'm like, dude, all you have to do is smile at this and it ends perfectly well. Like I said, he wore his nicest Under Armour to go out tonight. And he's just like. Yeah. He's like, not, not funny, not funny. It's like everyone else here is laughing and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You wore a fucking shitty Under Armour sweatshirt to go out with your girlfriend yeah. who's dressed up. If you can't see that, you don't want to see it. So it's like, yeah. again, the parallels to dating are perfectly right. clear to me. Like some people don't even want to see you as this. And I know they went and like tried to get answers from them and they're like, you know, and, you know, I was connecting the dots, and after this call, I realized that what he actually meant is I, I want a relationship, just not with you. Yeah, I mean, I've said that many times on this podcast, where it's like they just didn't want a relationship with you, and that's okay. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. Right. I, I don't want to have, you know, I, not every day is the day I want to have a hostess cupcake. I don't want to eat them right. every single meal. Right. That's just not the. They're just not the match for me, and it's not because hostess cupcakes suck. They're actually the most delicious thing in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you it's love like, them most of the time. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I think that last, uh, right, if I had to say anything else on the way sure. out, that last, I think that one, uh, the last mailer just needs to take a little bit more kind of just self worth into. And there was another line. The line I remember is when she said, I, it, I try not to take it personal, but it's hard. It's, it's hard, yeah. easier said than done. Well, you know what? Like right there, you're you're that's like a look in the mirror moment. That is when you have to just go, yeah, you know what though? I'm not gonna lay, let it make it easier said than done. Yeah, I'm they, just gonna I'm I'm really gonna 
not let it take it personal. And, and, you know, you and I, we've been in this business and that's one thing I had to learn for a while. After a while, like it stunted my growth in comedy was taking things personal. And until mm. I had to just go finally go, it's all none of it's personal. I don't give it. It's just it's all the path to whatever day of success my day comes like whatever. So that day of success will be her day of meeting the right guy. I, it's, I just, and, 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 but she's also going to know for the next time, like you're right. building a, you know, like a little toolkit, you know, like she even said he wasn't, I knew in the back of my head. Yeah. Okay. So now, you know, why even right. try and push right. this square peg through a round hole when you know that there's, you have, you have to figure out a way to like, be like, it's going to happen. I just don't know yeah. how. Because she's not done taking things personal yet. She says it right there in the letter. And until yeah. she is, that's when she'll be able to just go, all right, I want to, I don't even, she wouldn't even have to need to write that letter if she could let go of taking things personal. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Jason Lawhead at eat with me TV on Instagram. Go, go, go. Don't want to come off as too eager. Living in Connecticut with my family, moving back to New York sometime in the fall. I've been chatting with this guy who is finishing his MBA in Boston and moving to New York. He comes to New York often. When he asked me to, uh, when he asked me out, do I make a trip into the city to see him or ask if he comes to me? I don't want to come off as eager. I think the happy middle ground is go in and make plans with friends throughout the weekend and make time for an hour or so for drinks with him. So that way I'm not just going to see him. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's a lot of, uh, I kind of think it's like a, a lot of overthinking if I had, to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's cause it's kind of a discombobulated email a little bit mm -hmm. in the sense of like what she really wants. Um, well, what, and, and it's like, you know what I mean? You, it's like a little, it, it, it it's interesting you're, you're right. It's discombobulated because the emotional, it's not the same emotions because right. it doesn't match. She writes, I've been like when she writes, um, I've been chatting with this guy who's finishing right. his MBA in Boston. Okay. You're chatting. She's right. taking it lightly. Then all of a sudden, when he asked me to make a trip to the city, do I ask if he comes to see me? I don't want to come off as eager. It's like, what right. happened to just, I thought you guys were just chatting. Right. You this haven't even met yet. Yeah. I, yeah. I think like, and the idea that like, I think it's oh, I think it's like way too much to make the plans with. I think like own the fact that you want a date. Don't yeah. don't be afraid of going. Like I would say to him, yeah. Like I, also, he hasn't even made this hypothetical date yet, so he might not make a good enough date to make you excited yeah, to go see him. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. what if he almost. Like, Maybe almost like leave it in an open air kind of thing. Like, hey, I'm up in so-and-so Connecticut and da-da-da-da-da is nearby. Ha-ha-ha. Like, I what would, would go, you do? I, would you I, come I, up here? I, I, she's going to – She's. I, I'm not saying – I don't mean to, mean to make assumptions, but like there's so many people who are like, I don't want to waste my time. I want to go out with this person. I want to I date. It's like she's dancing around the thing that she wants. She wants to meet this guy. That's yeah. okay. There she is wants to see who's behind that MBA from yeah. Boston University. <laughs> and, 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 and the idea that she's going to tiptoe around the things she – if I'm her, I'm not even making decisions yet. You know – all you know is you're chatting with a guy who's moving to New York and you are too. He okay. has all that information. He has your number. What's he going to do with that?
Is he going to make the date? Is he going to say to you, like, like if he did the date that she's proposing, which is I'll go make plans with friends and then I'll make an hour for him. What if he said that to you? Would that feel exciting for you? Like if a guy was like, hey, yeah, I definitely want to get together, but like, I don't want this like being too much. So why don't you go like make a day with your friends and then we'll carve out an hour for us to get together. You'd be like, what the fuck? You don't want to like make a plan? Like yeah. you, you wouldn't want that to be how someone treated you. So why would you put yourself out there as far as so, so you don't look eager? It's like, right. no, be fucking eager. Yeah. And, and in this day and age, maybe I would be looking at something like, from this guy, right? Like if I really thought like this guy is going to be interesting and he's going to be somebody that seems to be interested in what we're already talking, you know, about like maybe something even like a, Hey, uh, I have to be in New York for something about my move or my next job or my next schooling or whatever he's going there exactly for whatever it is, or maybe even just a nice day to say, Hey, uh, why don't I buy, why don't I buy a train ticket? into the city we'll meet at a public place somewhere sure. at one of the train stations at penn or union or something we'll grab a coffee and we'll walk through union station even though it's cold and winter i know this great little place that you can go that or whatever it is uh, or maybe wait till the weather breaks a little bit more and say hey since it's getting warmer uh, how about you know before we move to new york we meet each other in new york and have a day walking the parks in new york and grab a coffee and I'd be looking at some type of gesture like that if I was her from a guy that might be actually serious when we all are in New York that when you're, this could go somewhere. But or, the, you know. So, Jason Lawhead, considering mm -hmm. the story you told about you and your wife in the beginning, when she DM'd you or messaged you and looked you up and was like, we should do a date, you know, how you you made a date. You 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 made you came to San Diego, didn't you? Right, right. But I, I I let her like I played off of the ball she put in her court because her approach was her approach before she really got to know me, even though she did a background check and I wasn't a criminal or anything, <laughs> was her her approach was when's the next time you're performing here? Because she remembered on stage I said, Hey, I love San Diego. I come down here a lot to perform. I always do that. She said, you, you mentioned that you come here a lot to perform. When are you again? And I said, you know, I'm actually looking to book a date in the next couple of weeks because I have to work on this thing. So I kind of just followed her lead into that whole, hey, and then I reached back to her and said, hey, great news. I, I'm working all three nights at La Jolla this weekend. Maybe we, you know, Friday come out. And that's when she came out to the show. So um, and then the but, next approaches were no just the next approaches was were just natural things that I thought. Man, if I ask her to do this, she's gonna like to do this. You know, I brought her to LA for the first time. I took her to see Kobe Bryant, right? Like, I, mm -hmm. you know, she's not a huge sports fan. That's the one great thing between us is like she doesn't want to watch sports. I get to watch sports, but then she's a she plays piano and she's a chef, and those are you know the arts and, and those things attract me to her. So could could there ever be a thing she would have proposed that would have been considered too eager? Is my question. Uh, from me, you mean, or yeah. from, from from her? From her. From her, yes, like meeting parents or going yeah. back to, you know, yes, exactly. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what's so ridiculous here. You're, yeah. you're say, you're exactly right because it's like this woman is like we've been chatting and she, he seems nice. 
okay, he should take you on a date and make a plan for the yeah. New York City thing. He's not asking you to meet his parents. You're not asking him to come to your house right. and, and knock on the door and be like, hey, Papa, can I take your daughter? <laughs> I brought you a cow. He's not asking for that. Right, so, exactly. So she's I, like, it's an overthinking. It's, that's my, yes. the, in the beginning, it's, 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 a, it's an overthinking. And maybe the pandemic, maybe being boarded up, maybe not having as much social interaction as we're used to with even just regular girlfriends and boy, you know, your guy sure. friends or whatever, like all of those things could be components into people's heads sometimes right now. But I'm sure you get a lot of these kind of attitudes even before the pandemic. So I just think it's overthinking and maybe like sometimes you like somebody too much over messaging because it's oh that happens all the you time had your dream shattered right so, it's like not meeting <laughs> your hero you i love reggie jackson my favorite player of all time i love reggie jackson but i've been told don't meet the guy you know what yeah, i mean so, it, you're gonna be disappointed he's not gonna get and listen that is it's it's okay to dream but it's also okay to own what will make you feel good about that dream like you know like Again, you, you meet your favorite athlete like, hey, I'd love your autograph. Get the fuck out of here. You go, OK, I think of you differently now. It didn't yeah. seem like that big of a deal, you know, just in the same way. But I think she has to be open to this guy not being the guy. I think that's right. what happens when you text with someone over over a dating app or for a long period of time. You get caught up of like, what could this be? So. Right you kind of get to the point where you're like nothing they could do would be wrong where it's like, no, you're chatting. Let's see how he makes the date. And it's like the idea that you're asking for too much. Cause you're like, Hey, I just want to plan to meet you in the city. That's ridiculous. Right. And the other thing is, is like you get the best of someone when you've only texted them. Right. Yeah, they're right. You, their own you only get the best of that person because you haven't had any conflicts. And then when you have a life together, and you have conflicts, then the nasty texts start coming in. <laughs> but like you only get the best of somebody in that kind of time. And the other the other bit of advice I would give, I'm loving this, by the way, I should have did. I should do an advice. call. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, the other thing I think is, too, is what what I think she's part of the overthinking overplaying it is, is like, hey, you're moving to a city with six, eight million people. Don't bank on just a text conversation with a sure. guy from Boston that's moving there too. So give, get, make sure your head knows where you're going. You're going to New York. And that, even if you like this guy, the first day in New York, you might be in line behind a guy in Starbucks that says hello and just makes you go, wow. That's even more of a reason to, to ask for the thing you want. Because right. if he won't make a date with you, after chatting on a dating app and chatting on texting and the next time he goes to New York, then he's not really going to try with you when there's 8 million options. So yep. it, it's, it's not going to get better from here. So right. he's got it, 8 million more options too. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, listen. And so that it goes both ways. You can find eight more million, more people when you get to the city and he's got to make a little bit of an attempt to make you feel good about this. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Ooh, I love Truff. I love putting 
trough on my eggs. I'm trying to eat healthier. So this is like the treat that I get to add into some of the healthier things I'm eating. I like it with eggs. I like it on my chicken. I like that they have a travel size so I'm never without something delicious or adding. And this is the thing. When you're eating healthy, maybe the food's a little blander. Maybe the food, you know, you're asking for, I'll have the plain chicken with a little bit of vegetables on the side. And then you say, can I have some hot sauce? And they go, eh, we have this boring one. No, 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 no. When you have the travel side trough, you're, you're good to go. You're, you're, you're elevated into a fancy oasis of pleasure. Truff is the first luxury hot sauce, a unique blend of black truffles and spice. Three varieties. Truff is the flagship hot sauce, the flavor-packed black truffle hot sauce that started all. I love it. I got to tell you, it is... And, and sometimes when you hear hot sauce, you're like, oh, too hot, too spicy. No, 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 no. This is the perfect blend. Truff Hotter Sauce, it's Truff's Hotter Hot Sauce, a jalapeno forward blend for those who can never get enough heat. If you're a spice person, this is for you. And premium white truff hot sauce embodying the essence of the luxurious and fragrant white truffle. It's been named one of Oprah's favorite things for two years in a row. And listen, I'm telling you right now, this is a fantastic gift just what a, what a great thing for a friend out of nowhere. This is the time of year that no one expects a gift, so a gift becomes even more important. And Truff comes beautifully packaged. Just for my listeners, they're giving you an even better offer. They've, they've upped the offer. Get 15, 15, 15% off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at Truff.com. That's 15% off plus free shipping on everything. Just shop at Truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F-F as in fantastic. T-R-U-F-F.com. Use promo code JTRAIN. 15% off plus free shipping on everything. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com jason lawhead at eat with me tv go 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 watch i love these videos jason's so funny at lawheads court we're still here you ready yep, we're gonna do this I'm last ready. email okay Ooh, okay all right it's called to cash or not to cash it's a lifestyle question we love these Jared, love the pod. We have a dilemma that we need your help on. We came home today to what we thought was a holiday card from my wife's friend from out of state. We opened it up and a check falls out and we find a card. The card says that her and her husband of a little over a year, July 2019, have divorced. The card proceeds to say that they are refunding the cost of our gift out of respect. Wrapped around the check, it says, please cash within 30 days. Do we cash the check as she requests or shred the check? Now, I'm going to read the, this is, have you ever heard oh, of Wait a minute, thing? what, wait, what, wait, I'm trying to figure out what happened here now? So this, this, their family, their friends got divorced or right. they broke off their marriage. It happened a little over a year before. So they sent them a check of the of the that it, uh, how much their gift costs and it says to cash it within 30 I've never heard of such a thing this is like this one of those things weird. and let me read let me read the note because we have it here it saddens blank and I to share with our families and friends that we will no longer be going forward in life together 
You were generous in celebrating us, and out of respect, we feel our hearts. Uh, we feel in our hearts that it is necessary to return the gift you've given us. We are also genuinely thankful for your support during our military deployment. Unfortunately, the impact of our deployment experiences has uh, uh, led us to realize a realization that we need to take separate journeys. And I have deep respect and admiration for each other, and that will never waver. Thank you in advance for respecting our privacy at this difficult time. So, what do you? This is quite an amazing thing. So they're returning. I think it's ad they're returning the gift, basically. I think it's great. What an admirable thing. I think it's great. I think it's uh, I think it has a lot of integrity because, you know, um, I wouldn't do it if she left me tomorrow and we don't even <laughs> marry. Yeah, you are you you're just re- I mean, you're you're just recently married. Are you giving yeah. like are you like looking like take even to take the tally? Of like the kitchen appliances that cost a certain amount of money to like the amount of money to be able to give that back. Like it's it's an amazing oh. uh, thing they're doing. It, it really is. I, I can't believe. Like I like I said. Like I I'm still mad at some people for not giving me as much as they did. I'm like ah, that son <laughs> of a bitch. I can't believe. I know he came alone, but still only you know. But uh, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's admirable. And the, and the fact is, is like not only would you. Okay, it'd be admirable enough if you just wrote a personal letter to everyone you invited, just saying, look, uh, these things happened. Uh, We have these separate journeys, our military deployment without getting in. I'm so glad you came to our wedding. I, you know, I hope to make it up, whatever, like even if you didn't write the check back. So, I mean, I think this is on them at the end of the day, like this is on them to either go, hey, Write them back. And if you're going to shred the checkup, write them back and tell them why. Say, look, hey, we really appreciate we, we, what you said, but we're, mm-hmm. we've torn up the check just so you know, so that so when you balance your checkbook, that hundred or two hundred or whatever it was won't be deducted. So we, we appreciate it, but we still believed in you when you went down the aisle or something. If that's how they feel, if they don't want to, yeah, hey, look. If somebody, and if I'm on the other side of it, if I'm the guy that I would be like, hey, thank God Jared sent that. I mean, I knew that bimbo was whatever, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever, well, like, thank God, you know. Um, I, I agree with you. I think this is like one of those things where it's like, listen, I, I, I don't think anyone expects, like maybe people make the joke, but nobody's sitting there after a wedding going, well, when's the gift coming back my way? <laughs> nobody's thinking that way. <laughs> Everyone, Absolutely. if anything, everyone's just trying to back away from you slowly and not say the exactly. wrong things. You're just, just deleting like, oh. the, you're just deleting the pictures off of Facebooks. You tag them in their wedding from a year and a half. You're, you're going through going, where's that picture of us by the fountain, the yeah. chocolate fountain? Get rid of that one. I yeah, mean, if, and if anything, because they're service people, just be like, hey, this is me given to the troops. Like, I like I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah. how are you... Because exactly. it, 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 or, or just say, you know what? We cashed it, and then I just want and take a picture and maybe send it back and go, and then we donated it to wounded wounded warriors or something that, like that. That's a great idea too. That I, I think that's the only that's the only reason to cash it. But yeah, they did ask you to cash it. So if someone did cash it, I wouldn't fault them for it. But I also right. see this as like a great opportunity to like make your friends maybe feel a little bit better for. Taking yes. this type of initiative to do such a thing that yeah. nobody would ever do. Like this doesn't happen a lot. They what they're doing is amazing and 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 really thoughtful. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, that's what they should do. Snap, 
you take a screen cap of either a check to the to, to you know a food bank or wounded warriors or something like that, and everybody kind of wins in a losing situation. Absolutely, J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Jason Lawhead, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Oh man, this was fun. It was good to see you again too. Catching up, always man. wasn't a long enough. We didn't have enough long time in Cleveland, so hopefully we'll get to do it again soon. I hope so too. At J- at Laws- Lawheads Court, go follow at Eat With Me TV. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.